The Right Hook Podcast. With the Mitsubishi Commercial Range. Pajero Executive, Pajero Commercial, Outlander Business and new L200. All with a leading five-year commercial warranty. MitsubishiMotors.ie Welcome back. It's uh, George Hook and of course it's The Right Hook. Well, the Department of Justice has confirmed that it's deported a man who was identified by the Gardaí as the main recruiter for the Islamic State or ISIS uh, in Ireland and he has been deported to Jordan. Uh, I'm joined now by Colm O'Gordon, Executive Director of Amnesty International Ireland. Colm O'Gordon, welcome to the programme. Hey, George. I don't need to quote your press release, but you know it well, but you're deeply, it said, the deportation is a deeply worrying signal about the Irish authorities' attitude towards the absolute prohibition against torture. Absolutely, yeah. So what's the alternative? You think recruiters for ISIS should be allowed uh, Rome's free the streets of Ireland? So the, the first thing, George, is I'd like you to take a deep breath before we have this conversation. No, I don't take and, deep breaths on these try and, matters. Try and contain yourself a little bit. Um, no, I don't, funnily enough, think that. As a matter of fact, I think that this state and every other state has a clear responsibility, actually an obligation under international human rights law to protect their citizens and people living within the state from criminality and from terrorism particularly. Yeah. So it's, you know, the protection of people's human rights is dependent upon effective police and security and dependent upon the state being willing and ready and able to investigate and prosecute people involved in human rights violations. So no, I don't think people who support, plan and promote terrorism should be free to wander on the streets, which is why I think if the Irish authorities had evidence that an individual was involved in being a recruiter or in gathering resources for terrorism of the kind practiced by that barbaric group, the Islamic, so-called Islamic State, they should have they should have gathered that evidence. They should have brought him before the courts. They should have prosecuted him. They, had, they should have held him account before the law. And then, once all of that had played out its, its, its role, once any, once any subsequent sentence had been served, for instance, then it's perfectly reasonable for the state to look to deport an individual who has no right to stay in the state. But, you see, if you think back to the 30-year war, um, the, the IRA and so on in Northern Ireland, the only way they could get convictions, either because uh, witnesses were were threatened or, more importantly, because it was actually difficult to find that kind of evidence in the normal course of events, we had special criminal courts. And on the, words, on the word of a Garda superintendent, I think, but certainly a senior Garda, they could lock these guys up. And that was part and parcel of our our victory over uh, uh, terrorism on this part of the island. Now, we don't have that in relation to ISIS recruiters. I mean, this guy, for argument's sake, has a half a dozen kids, teenagers, uh, in his front room, and he's suggesting to them, hypothetically, I admit, and he's suggesting to them, listen, lads, it'd be a great idea to wander down O'Connell Street with, with dynamite straps to your chest, pull the charger and meet the seven virgins in heaven. So you paint, That's what these you, recruiters are doing. You, you, you paint a, a wonderful, starting off by saying it's a hypothetical story and then yeah. saying that that's what these recruiters are doing. So first of all, we've no evidence at all that anybody is suggesting that teenagers should walk down O'Connell Street with uh, well, uh, explosives ISIS on does. their back. Well, ISIS does. Explosives on their back and explode them ISIS there. ISIS does. So, but if we have such evidence, if anybody's involved in recruiting, promoting or resourcing terrorism in this state, 
They need to be investigated. They need to be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. And by the way, George, you just pointed out that within the Irish criminal justice system, there are what many people say are extreme mechanisms available to the state to prosecute such action. Tell me something, George. What has been served by the deportation of this alleged terrorist, for instance? What, 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 where's he gone now? What's he going to do? Well, he's not in Ireland. And that's oh, all so, I'm so, concerned so, about. So that's all. You're, you're only concerned then Absolutely. about terrorism is whether or not it happens here. Well, you see, I think you're forgetting conveniently. And I, I accept totally your good offices as chief executive of Amnesty International and what your role is in this discussion. But it is now not very long since 292 people were blown up in Baghdad mm-hmm. and about half that number injured. Some of them so badly charged that they're unrecognisable, right? That's what we're trying to defend ourselves against. And as the Parisians discovered, as the people in Belgium discovered, it's very difficult to defend yourself against that. So, Well, I tell you, George, it gets really difficult to defend yourself against that if if the attitude of states, particularly in the northern context, is the attitude that you've just described, which is, I don't care as long as it doesn't happen here. And deporting somebody that you believe to be involved in terrorism without gathering, developing that evidence, prosecuting and proving that as fact and then allowing the law to deal with it is doing exactly no, what you just have said. The and I, I, I care deeply, deeply about the almost 300 people who have been blown to bits in Baghdad. I care deeply about the hundreds of thousands of people who died in Iraq as a result of that conflict. I care deeply about the millions of displaced people right across the Middle East and North Africa at the moment as a result of those conflicts who are being turned away when they get to Europe by baton charges, by water cannon, yeah. by tear gas and by rubber bullets. So well, actually, they're not I, really, no, as you well no, know. No, no, no. They hang are on, in hang on, Greece hang on, and hang on, Turkey hang on, hang on. and Cyprus George, George, and Spain. Well, 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 what I'll do after this, George, is I'll take to send you on very clear evidence of exactly everything that I just said, because what I just said is factually true. People are being met and have been met by razor wire, uh, uh, by water cannon, by tear gas, by baton charges, by rubber bullets, when they've turned up on Europe's borders, fleeing exactly the kind of atrocities that you're saying are disgusting and reprehensible. So I care deeply about them. Right. And that's why, I th- that's why I think that states like Ireland, where there is evidence that somebody is but involved in, where yeah, somebody right. is involved in terrorism, they need to carry that through. They need to prosecute, and they need to hold people but to account. The reason he's being deported, on the words of a guardie, is that they believe that it would be exceedingly difficult to get a conventional conviction in an Irish court. How do you know under- that, George? Well, that's why they're doing what they do. How do you? That- no, hang on. How do you know that? I'm happy. Like, you're not, but I am. I'm happy to expe- accept the word of a senior guardian. Sorry, who's the senior guardian who's given his word about this? But he's gone in front you're, of you're, the court. You're, you're, you're making an awful lot of assumptions here. So that's not that's not what actually happened. Well, what happened? Right? The guardian so, never got involved in this so at no, all. No, of course. I'm sure the guardian were involved in it. But right. what, we know, what we know is that this individual and his family arrived in Ireland in 2000. He's a Palestinian man. Yeah. Arrived in Ireland in 2000 and yeah. applied for as- as- asylum. Subsequently, his wife gave birth to a child and on the basis that the child was Irish-born, the family were given residency here in Ireland. The child is now not living in Ireland and as a result, the Irish authorities wrote to this individual telling him that on that basis he had no right to remain in Ireland, that they believed him to be involved in the support of the organisation known as Islamic State. My understanding is actually that on that occasion they gave him three days to leave the state voluntarily after which they they indicated they would intend to deport him. So actually what Ireland said was we think you're involved in terrorism. Now if you leave there'll be no hassle but if you don't go somewhere else. 
Be involved yeah. in promoting terrorism somewhere else. We don't care about that. Just don't do it here. That's right. right. Your your attitude. That's my that, attitude. That would that would allow Absolutely. this th- that would allow this man to have gone and planned if he is involved in in that act in, in yeah. that activity and that hasn't been determined by a court to plan the kind of atrocities that you've just described as disgusting and reprehensible. So, I mean, we can't have it every way. And secondly, what do we do, George, if the next time somebody is involved in promoting terrorism, be it for the Islamic State or anybody else, has a legal right to live in this country, if they're Irish-born, if they have Irish residency, what do we do then? That's if we can't exact- deport them, no, no. If we can't deport them, what are we going to do? I'm glad you mentioned that. But just before I answer that, the interesting thing is that the lawyers for, for the man now deported, mm. as you well know, went to the European Court yep. of Human Rights in Strasbourg. Seeking an, interim down, order, seeking, him, seeking an interim order to prevent his who deportation. Who turned him down yep. as well. Yep. So he, the, the highest court in Europe turned so, him down as well. So the court in Europe turned him down on a procedural basis. And it is deeply, deeply worrying that the European Court didn't even... What the European Court were asked to do on that instance was give an interim order to prevent his deportation whilst his application for asylum on the basis yeah. of the risk of torture if he were yeah. returned to Jordan was yeah. earned. The European Court refused to do so. That's deeply, deeply worrying. Because By it's a, your it lights. Is, it is, By no, your no, no, lights. No, 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 Under international no. law, it's deeply worrying, George. No, it isn't. That's George, not the... George, no, no. So take a breath and let me finish what no, I'm saying and then, you, what then you can tell me that, it, that, that I'm wrong, okay? I'm not saying you're so, wrong. So you're just under, misguided. Under, well, thanks you're very much. misguided. So first of all, I'll, I'll make the point that we didn't write the law states did, including Ireland, right? And what, and what international law does is an absolute prohibition on torture, which means that states are not legally allowed to deport people back to countries where they are at significant risk of torture. Do you accept all of that? Yeah. So that's what's at play here. Ireland has deported an individual. Forget what he may or may not have been involved in. Why is Ireland he at risk of torture in Jordan? The the use of torture against people believed to be in any way associated with terrorism is systemic in Jordan. It, it It's part of the system there. It happens all of the time. That's beyond doubt and beyond question. If we if we if we deported him to the USA, he might be waterboarded. Um, like the thing yeah. is, states, and, and you know what? No. And, and Ireland doesn't deport people. I mean, I I can remember a case a number of years ago of of an individual who was who was wanted. I think it might have even been a, a, a cleric who was wanted on charges of sex abuse. Now in a don't go there. In a particular don't territory. Go there. I'm not in a, going, in a particular I'm not territory. To go there. I'm talking about. It's a case of torture. No sex. No clerics sh- blew us sh- up wait, yet. Wait, to the wait, best wait, of my knowledge. Wait, wait a second till I finish the point. A breath again. On the basis that that individual that there was a particular sheriff in in in, in the in the in the place where he returned to had a p- particularly appalling attitude towards okay. prisoners and towards prisoners rights and on the basis of the risk to the to the dignity of this individual that he would have been subject to humiliation and cruel and inhuman degrading treatment ireland rightly refused to bo- to deport okay. him so that's what we do and that's what we should have done in this states and this decision by ireland and the fact that the european court refused to even consider whether or not it would appear torture was at play here is very, very worrying. Well, it isn't. It's not, because we're in a different world now. The world so you are inhabit... We in, are we no. in a world where torture should be allowed? No, then? you're living in a different world where uh, the people we were fighting against or uh, were believing in there was a battle going on. This isn't a battle. So do you believe that there should be a total prohibition on torture? I believe... That this state, and I applaud the Irish police, I applaud the Irish courts, and I applaud the European Court of of Human Rights, that they have realised, that they have realised that the only way you can combat people who are trying to kill us and happy to blow themselves up in the meantime, and here's the crucial thing, 
here's the crucial thing. Uh, Obama said it. He said, "No, no, no. This is homegrown terrorism." When we t- when 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 I dare suggest something about Paris or Brussels, they say, "Ah, oh, yeah, but there were Belgians or there were French people." Of course, they were because there were people who were radicalized. And the danger about this is radicalization. Absolutely. And if we allow people in here who radicalize, you'll be sitting in front of me at the next atrocity and saying we can't deport them. Because they were born no, in I, Ireland. I, I, well, first of all, if they're born in Ireland, it'll be a simple legal fact that we can't deport them. George, Correct. But you'll have an excuse for that. That will be. No, I won't have an excuse. Of course, George. That's the law. You're soft now, unless, on this. Hang on. You're that, soft on this. George, that's and a, I'm not. Okay, tell me something. That I, with the greatest of respect, you're talking crap, right? And and here's why. How has that hawkish attitude towards combating terrorism gone for us? What's the state of the world when it comes to security? How is all of that the only way we can guarantee security is to sweep aside human rights and to come down really hard on people we believe to be suspected of terrorism? How's that going for us, George? How did that work out for the hundreds of thousands of people blown to bits in Iraq during that war? For the nearly 300 people killed in Baghdad this week? For the people who lost their lives in Brussels or in Paris? How is that going, George? Because we are fighting an enemy that's not playing by because, any rules. Because on. we have set aside... The standards that apply in international law, standards, by the way, developed by us, not by the people that you yeah. talk about us combating, laws okay. that we developed. Well, and we're as going a, to have as a, change as a, them. As a we're result, going to have change as, them. We've, we've ignored them, George. Well, ignored, and what's, change, and what's happened yeah. since we ignored them? What happened after we ignored international human rights law and international law post 9-11? What happened, George? Iraq, Abu Ghraib, Guantanamo. Radicalisation, activation resentment, okay. disenfra- disen- disenchantment of whole sections of populations and now we have Al-Qaeda, then Islamic State, then we have, How's it going, George? The hawkish attitude that you're talking well, about... Well, what's the alternative? Causes, what's your causes alternative? Terrorism. Give me an the alternative, alternative is, stop it. The alternative is... Come on de- in, de- Angela de- Merkel Determined, style. determined and absolute pursuit of people involved in the kinds of atrocities and human rights violations that Islamic State and other terrorists terrorists participate in, their prosecution, their full and proper accountability and sanctioning before the law, imposition, George, and respect for the rule of law is the answer to lawlessness. We haven't got enough enough police to stop Kinahan. How in the name of God are we going to stop guys coming across our borders in which we have no background check, we have no knowledge? Sorry, where are the people coming up? Sorry, where's the hotbed? Of terrorist activity in Ireland that you've just—you don't know. That. That's the problem. Oh, you right. have no idea. I t- well, I tell How you many what. Department tell of you Education what, inspectors Let's go into down. Muslim schools? Let's shut down the state then, George, and ramp up the walls and shut ourselves off from the rest of the world, just in case somebody comes here that mightn't uh, mightn't be appropriate. Well, we to be have here. that. When you come to Dublin Airport, you have to go through, of course, a check. Yeah, and you should. And anybody but who we anybody, don't have anybody we don't have. The expertise, everything about the Kenhams, so all we hear is we don't have the expertise, we don't have the intelligence gathering skills, uh, we don't have the technology. Now that's for a fella who's living in Dublin, in a Dublin postal code at some point. What are your chances of investigating somebody who's living in downtown Baghdad? Your chances are zero. So we have the people of Ireland 
will demand, I have no doubt about it, that their safety comes first. And they will demand of the Tarnished and Minister for Justice that she stop clapping about See, George, and actually the, the, the develop is, a system that is, prevents this kind of thing going on. The problem on. is that what you're suggesting yeah. not only doesn't prevent it, it deepens the kind of environment that results in appalling acts of terrorism. So you, there's no, there is no competition between human rights and security. Like, that's a nonsense. Human rights and security go hand in hand together. And the only way to effectively deliver security is within a framework of law, rules that are applied without fear or favour, George. And maybe you believe in lawlessness. Maybe you've abandoned your old blue shirt law and order identity no, and you've decided yeah. we should rip up the rules now and, and pay no attention no. to it. I happen to believe in the rule of law. I know. And I happen to believe that if people are involved in criminal activity and terrorism, they should be investigated, they should be prosecuted and they should be held accountable. But you can't but what do I, it. What I, yes, you can, George. No, you can't. We That's proved that. We proved that in the 30-year war against the IRA. We proved George, that we couldn't just, go before we could. We, the kind we of law you want is, is for people to break the Again, speed limit. Take Doesn't a breath. Work. We prosecuted countless people in this state for involvement in terrorism, and we sent them to prison. Right? And we tore that's, up the rule that's book. That's a simple fact. No, we we we, we we enacted new laws. Yeah which is completely acceptable in the face of terrorism. It's yeah. completely acceptable to enact Correct. new laws, but you still need to have a legal framework within which you hold people to accountable. You're suggesting that we should have known. No, I'm that not. Whenever you I are. Said, look, so it's George, yeah. do you believe in the absolute ban on torture? Yes or no? It's a simple question. Do you believe in the absolute ban on torture? I do. Right. So then how can you stand over the return of an individual to a state where they'll be tortured? Unless you believe the ban on torture should only apply to some people. Look, if this man came in here, right, and he came here and he said, look, if I go back to that country, I'm going to be tortured. And But however, thank you for having me in your country. Thank you for allowing my child to be born here. And I am now going to be a good citizen of your country uh, and I'm going to live here and I'm going to uh, integrate. No, this person came in and said, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to radicalise your youth. I am going to attempt as far as possible to inculcate my political beliefs, which mean blow up, blowing up innocent people in shopping arcades. I'm going to inculcate that in your youth. Bugger off, say so I, the biggest, and tough the, luck the biggest if problem. Jordan is going to treat you badly. I'm sorry. So you don't care that, about, so you don't, you don't want to... I don't care about you, this right, guy. So that's great. I don't well, care about first this of all, guy. First of all, the key point is here, you don't know about this guy. I do. And everything, I no do. you don't. No you don't. You know what you've read in the papers. You don't know about no, this it's guy. it's not in the papers. It's, it's sorry, the were you guy. in the High Court? I don't need to were be. Were you in the Supreme Court? I don't Have you seen the document? Well then what are you talking about? What you're doing is saying on the basis of... A, 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 an untransparent criminal justice process or some kind of legal process actually there was no criminal justice process we didn't have that on the basis of some kind of legal process you're making all of these sweeping statements I'm not about, you are about, no, and they're you're ignorant statements George you're make, no hang on you're, you're making I didn't interrupt you because right. I know you needed to get that one off your chest right and I recognise a hook rant when I hear one you, you, you made a whole series of statements about this case to justify an end position my point is not one of those statements has been established as fact they sound reasonable when you say them like that. But the moment that we allow states and courts and security services to make decisions on the basis of a series of speculative positions, 
we've lost any respect for the rule of so law. What we've stopped saying, becoming right. the kind of free society okay. that you might want us to preserve. All right, so what Amnesty International is saying, is you're the chief executive and you speak for Amnesty International, and uh, you don't accept the word of, of the Garda. No, you I'm don't not accept. Well, hold on. You don't accept the right of the High Court to make a decision. Say you that don't accept. Well, you do, because no, you're saying there's the rule of order, of law and order, has suddenly I'm magically... Saying, I'm, saying, been, I'm saying that I expect... The High Court, uh, the authorities here in this state, Supreme the, Court, the, Euro- the, the European the, Court so of Human I, Rights. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I expect them to to live by and demonstrate and abide by the legally the legally binding standards developed by states, including Ireland. So the High and Court, I'm saying, the Supreme I'm Court, saying, is illegal. I'm saying, I'm no, I didn't say it was illegal. Well, what did they do? I'm then? saying they must abide by those standards, and, and they must they be not? they must be seen to have abided by those standards. I'll tell you why they didn't. So whatever the activity, I expect our High Court, our criminal justice system, our government, the European Court and all of us to ad- abide by the standards of law that we all signed up to. And that means, George, that we don't return people right. to states where they will subsequently be tortured. In st- and it also means, George, that where we believe people in this state are involved in terrorism, are planning atrocities, our human rights violations are supporting them, that we have the guts, frankly, to stand up to investigate, to bring them before the courts and to hold them to account. Nobody's succeeding in doing The fellow, my own namesake, the hook, uh, who preached uh, uh, atrocities Was deported Britain. to Jordan. How long did it take them? How uh, long did it uh, take them? And he was deported to Jordan. And you know, and you know, on the basis he was deported to Jordan? Because the UK government said they had diplomatic assurances from, from Jordan that torture right. wouldn't be used. Do you know what happened when he got to Jordan, George? Right. He was put on trial and the trial collapsed in Jordan because it was determined that evidence that was being used in that trial had been obtained through the use of torture. Now, that man was undoubtedly involved in uh, uh, appalling yeah. activities. Is he, in, is he in prison, George? Has he been ever held accountable for that? Has anything happened to him in a consequence of that? No. Well, your pal, the fellow that we've deported yesterday, his trial may fall. He may be in a villa may, in Jordan. He may, he may never he may face a trial. He may never face a trial. Oh, but I want, you're worried about the Syrians or, or the Jordanians. I'm worried about the people who are shopping in Dundrum Shopping Centre or man pointing God. They're that's, the ones that's, I'm that's, worried that's about. grossly, grossly irresponsible and disingenuous to suggest that somehow we're going to say disingenuous is is disingenuous is a neat word for lying no I don't think you're lying George I think you mean it but I don't think you're no no don't think it hang on I mean it I think you mean it I mean it well I can't know what you mean George I can only I can only think what I think you might mean so I, I think you mean it but I think it's poorly considered because the approach that you're describing has not prevented terrorism Okay. The approach that you're describing and ignoring law and ignoring criminal justice processes is what's led us to this place. Okay. We've just seen the Chilcot report come out in the UK this week. The setting aside of international legal standards, a whole framework that governs how yeah. and when states can go into war and go into conflict, was set aside by the UK and the yeah. US a number of years ago. And look at the state of the world since, George. OK, we'll have to have another discussion. We can't uh, solve the world in, in our short discussion here on the radio. Colin McGorman, Chief Executive of Amnesty International. Thanks, George. The Right Hook Podcast. With the Mitsubishi Commercial Range. Pajero Executive, Pajero Commercial, Outlander Business and new L200. All with a leading five-year commercial warranty. MitsubishiMotors.ie